Welcome to the Unity of the Valley Spiritual Center podcast featuring Reverend Dahlia Adams. You may visit us online at unityvacaville.org or you may visit us in person at 350 North Orchard Avenue in Vacaville, California. And now, here is Reverend Dahlia Adams. My name is Reverend Dahlia Adams, and I am so honored to be here with you today. Today, I want to talk about faith and trust. We've spent a little while talking about the power of our thinking, the creative power of our thinking, and how through our thoughts and through the power of our minds, we create our experience, our day-to-day life. And when we were talking about the power of thinking, we listed a series of steps or skills that allow us to draw on the full strength of our thinking. And we talked about the importance of mindfulness, being aware of what we're thinking, and then the importance of a gentle curiosity, the ability to ask ourselves, is this thought true? Or what kind of feelings come up for me when I think like this? And this gentle curiosity is always without judgment, without any kind of pressure, just a simple looking at and being curious about our thoughts. Then we talked about how compassion and love that we extend to ourselves for, for some of the painful feelings that at times come up with our thinking. And again, this compassion, this love is very appropriate. In fact, it's the only appropriate response. Too often a self-critic kicks in, and this is never helpful. And then from this softening and distancing from our thoughts, we added a more assertive, a more active, a more power-based step, and that's the step of choice where we claim our authority over our thoughts. And as we do so, we choose to think thoughts that are aligned with truth, with a capital T. And then this leads us into a consciousness of prayer, a consciousness where we are aware of truth, we are aware of the presence of God, the power of God at work, And then this consciousness is the prayer consciousness. And our co-founder, Charles Fillmore, said that it was the most accelerated form of mind action, of all of the steps that we can take to create our reality. Prayer is the most powerful, the most accelerated. Well, I'd like to add to this list faith, and trust. It's not really a separate step, but it's an attitude with which we move through this process of full strength thinking. It's a consciousness with which we 
become mindful. It's a consciousness with which we choose new thoughts. It's a consciousness with which we pray. Our co-founder, Charles Fillmore, really upheld the power of faith and wrote many wonderful things about it. He, he wrote about it in a sense that it is through our faith that we grab on to the creative substance of the universe and bring into manifestation that which we deeply desire. He acknowledged trust, but he, he wrote about trust almost as a secondary stepsister to faith. And I understand why he wrote that. Faith is a, a stance of authority, of claiming our power, of declaring and holding to that which we want to bring into being. However, I believe trust is equally important and that faith is a faculty of our minds and trust is an attitude of our hearts. Faith we choose and think and offer into a circumstance, even if it's only a mustard seed of faith. Trust is a reliance on God. And by that I mean the, the divine presence within us. I'm not talking about a God up in the sky. So trust is a relationship with that deepest, most powerful aspect of our being, that divine presence with which we feel a deep connection, a oneness, and that trust is my relationship with God in the moment. Faith is my action of bringing something into being, and they're very deeply connected. To find a clear separation is almost impossible. But they're almost like two sides of the same coin. When I looked in Google, it said that faith is belief, conviction, truth, surety, confidence, certainty. So it's Again, an attitude, a, an attitude of mind with which we go forward, with which we work with our thinking, with which we move through our days. And in the scriptures, in the, in the Christian scriptures, there is a lot written about the power of faith. But there is also probably the best definition that I have ever heard for faith in the Christian scriptures in the letters to the Hebrews, where it is written that now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. It's that assurance, it's that conviction, and it is that knowing. I have in my life sometimes worked with my thoughts and prayers to bring into being into my life something that I felt was important or that I really wanted. 
There have been times when I have prayed, I have affirmed the truth of my prosperity or the truth of my healing or that of a friend or family member. And I have been able to stay in this consciousness of faith that I, I just know this is coming into being. And I pray once powerfully and I let it go and I allow it to manifest. I have also prayed and worked with my thoughts in situations where I was scared. Maybe someone very dear to me was ill or diagnosed with a disease that had scary connotations to it. And then I would muster my faith to know that God is the source of all healing and I would envision that healing for my friend or my family members, sometimes even for myself. And I felt the power of that faith. And then an hour later, there I am terrified once more. And I'm worrying and I'm fretting and I'm what-ifing. What if this, what if that? So that energy, that creative energy, that aligning with the power of God in my prayers, somehow in my own consciousness, has dissipated. That healing power of God never dissipates. That is always present. But my ability to be connected to it somehow dissipated because my fears took over when I wasn't looking, when I wasn't being mindful, when maybe I wasn't being compassionate with myself for my fears, when I wasn't making a choice to think differently, when I didn't hold on to my faith. Thankfully, we've been taught that all we need is a mustard seed of faith. So I offer up again my little bit of faith, knowing that God, that divine presence, meets me more than halfway. And I pray again, and maybe again. And maybe I call Silent Unity Unity's telephone prayer ministry, and I pray again. Or I meet up with my prayer partner and we pray again. The ideal is to have that faith that is strong enough that the authority with which the truth is declared is, is firm enough that that one prayer and the faith that goes with it is powerful enough. Sometimes I can, and sometimes I need to repeat it and remind myself that a mustard seed of faith is enough. There is a story in the Gospel of Mark where um, a son is brought to Jesus, and the person said, Teacher, I brought my son to you. He has a spirit that makes him unable to speak. Wherever it seizes him, it throws him down. And then he went on to describe how this demon took over his son. 
And he looked at Jesus, he said, but if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Can you relate to that, if you can do anything? You know, God, are you strong enough? That divine presence in me that is the creative power behind this entire universe, are you able to do anything about this situation? And Jesus responded to that part of the question first. He said, if you can. I mean, did I hear you right? Did you just say to me, if you can? And he reminded this person that was coming to him, everything is possible to one who believes. So that, is, that consciousness of faith underlies this power of creating the lives that we want by aligning with the creative power of God through prayer, through our thinking, through our choices. So, it's a goal. It's a goal. Because, I don't know about you, sometimes I can. Oh my gosh, that, that sense of creative presence within me can feel so strong that I can do this. But other times, even though I don't consciously say the words, in my consciousness, there is a, can you do this? Can I do this? Can God do this? Can I do this with the help of God? This is pretty big. I mean, this diagnosis is pretty darn big. And again, that's when to be mindful of those thoughts, to be gentle with myself for the fear that's driving the doubt, to choose to think differently, to assert that authority that is in me because I am a child of God. I am an expression of God. That divine presence dwells into my heart and in my soul. To pray and then hold that consciousness of faith. To choose to believe. Another story, and this is in the Gospel of Matthew chapter 9, a woman came up behind him, him being Jesus, and touched the fringe of his cloak. For she said to herself, if I only touch his cloak, if all I can do is touch his cloak, make that much of a connection with the Christ, I will be made well. That that's all it takes. There was no if you can, Jesus. There was no if the Christ has the power to do this. She, she knew that that power to heal is in the Christ. And all she needed to do was touch that cloak. And Jesus turned to her, seeing her, he said, Take heart, daughter, your faith has made you well. Again, it's kind of a different way of approaching Jesus, a different way of reaching out to the Christ presence. I wish I could say I always have 
this woman's consciousness. I wish I could say that I always have her faith. But there are moments when I don't. But I love this story because in those moments, that visual image of reaching out to touch the cloak of the Christ. In other words, I, it tells me I don't need to feel within me all of the power in this moment. But if I just somehow touch the Christ that is within me, just touch it. To acknowledge that presence, to know it's the truth of its reality within me, that that is enough. Because in the Christ there is all the healing power, all the prospering power, all the harmonizing power that I may ever need. In the book of James, chapter 1, it is written, But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. Again, sometimes just touching the cloak of the Christ or offering up a mustard seed of faith is enough. Because as human beings, we are subject to doubt, but we can, we can choose that little entryway into a consciousness of faith. So this is where trust comes in. In those moments when, when faith doesn't feel quite strong enough, I can choose to trust. When I worked at Silent Unity, Unity's prayer ministry. It's a telephone prayer ministry. And when I worked there, we were taught as we were concluding prayers when appropriate to say, and so we choose to trust. Because even when the trust doesn't come up automatically, we can choose to trust. Google said trust is reliance, assurance, expectancy. It's a heart experience, not a head experience for me. So I can choose to trust that Christ's presence. I can choose to trust God. I can choose to trust that there is a power in me that can deal with this, that can move through this, and still remain a beautiful child of God as I do that. In the Hebrew Bible, there's a lot written about trust. And Georgiana Tree West was referring to some of those passages when she said, in every demonstration, there must be a resting period while one dwells in the complete reliance on God. In the very beginning of the Hebrew Bible in the creation story, God's creative power brought forth this entire universe. And then God rested. God let it go. God didn't stick around to micromanage every little thing. He saw that the creation was good, and he let it go. He rested. He allowed it to be what it was. And so that's how trust feels. 
as we move through this creative process within us. We do the work. We work with our thoughts, with our faith, with our choices. And then we release it into God's hands. And we rest. She wrote a paraphrase of one of the commandments, and she said, you shall let go and let God do it. So again, it's this choice of, all right, I've done everything I could, and now I let go. I know it's in the hands of the divine. I saw a cartoon once where a person was handing to God all of his problems and challenges and God took them and then the person's reaching to grab them back out of God's hands. And I know we do that. In Proverbs it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. Yeah, because we start guess, second guessing what we've declared. We start doubting the possibility of the healing or the prosperity or whatever it might be. We start what-ifing. So that's our own understanding. Instead of doing that, to trust in the Lord. In the book of Isaiah chapter 12, I will trust and I will not be afraid for the Lord God is my strength and my song. I like that. It's not only the strength to meet the challenge, but it is the song within me that's wanting to be sung. And it is God's presence that allows me to meet the challenge and to sing that song or do the work that is coming through me. Also in the book of Isaiah chapter 26, you keep him in perfect feet. Excuse me. You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. So when we choose to trust, when we choose to trust that divine presence, we are gifted with a peaceful heart. The worries and the frets melt away. Our hearts are at peace and opening up to what is before us and to that divine presence within us. And our experience of the challenge, our experience of the day, is completely transformed. So yes, I understand why Charles Fillmore saw trust as the lesser, because it's not an expression of power, but it is an expression of my relationship to God that is within me. It is a relationship with God in which I find deep and profound peace. So, Charles was always willing to change his mind. I'm willing to change mine. But that's, that's where it stands for me right now. So faith and trust bring into the experience of creating our lives a sense of confidence. There's a big difference of moving through my day timidly, cautiously, fearfully, or confidently. It brings confidence. It brings clarity. 
I remember what the truth is. It brings ease to that relationship that I have with God within me. It brings that peace of heart, and it brings joy. So my wish for you is that your day and the days to come be filled with faith and trust. And so it is. We hope you enjoyed today's message. If you would like to support this podcast, you may do so at unityvacaville.org.